Welcome to Think Smart, Act Smart, a project of Partners in Shaduchim, a podcast that shares how others made choices to achieve their dream, their goal. Everyone loves a good story. Listen and learn how you can make the smart choice to expand your reach in finding your match. Listen how Mrs. Manucha Bialik chose to become a coach. Please share this podcast with singles that you know. Today, I'm interviewing Manucha, Mrs. Manucha Bialik, and she's an international shidduch coach who's passionate about helping people navigate the shidduch maze successfully. Having herself endured a number of years in shidduchim, she made it her business to study the topic extensively. Over the years, based on her own experience and that of others, she has gained many insights and much wisdom regarding the shidduch process. Applying some of these ideas to her own life, she met her brashert, and over time she started helping others. She now coaches men and women of all ages around the world, gives one-on-one intensive workshops, offers personal coaching, webinars, and teleconferences, and has written a soon, hopefully, to be published book on shidduchim. Having grown up in Baltimore, she currently lives in Eretz Yisrael with her husband and seven children. Hi, Manucha. What or who inclined you to choose to become a coach? Okay. Um, honestly, Hashem. It just happened. Um, it was like I planned on this or anything like that. As you had mentioned, I had been single for many years. I got married at 29, um, the oldest of 11, didn't really know what I was doing, over time, I just kind of learned about the process. I noticed my, I started observing things. I started observing my friends. I was talking to Rebbesons, Rebbeim. There were a few books out there. I read those. And just over time, I started to learn that there are things that, that you can do to really help and to do it. And I decided at, I think I was, 20, I was 28, right before 28, I decided that year, I was going to do them in maximum tefillah, maximum betachah, maximum shtalos. I was living in Israel at the time. I went back to America. I'm from Baltimore. I even went to New York because I was told maximum shtalos meant going to New York. I really told everyone who I was, what I was looking for. Baruch Hashem, within a year, I was back in Israel with my husband. And, wow. and then I just, through what I learned right away, people, I had a single friend who just, were start asking me questions, and I would notice something that they were doing wrong or something that they could be doing differently. They would change that. It helped them. Then I have younger siblings still who weren't married, and before they would leave Israel to go back to America to start dating, I would sit them down, and I would start talking to them and help them figure out if they really want to get married, what might be stopping them, what they were looking for. And Baruch Hashem, I really was, Hashem made it that I was able to help them, and my friends started having children come to Israel, and I started sharing my shidduch ideas. Just, I didn't realize that other people didn't know it either. I just thought I was the only one who didn't know it. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the year, all the girls, they learned about shidduchim and in seminaries, and I would tell them what my experience, and I would tell them what I learned, and they were like, whoa, this is amazing. You have to teach this. And I started to help people, and it started, and it was working. <laughs> And then there was a number of magazines at a time that were writing about the shidduch crisis. It was really scary what they were writing, and I didn't like that. What do you and mean by that? that. They what were do you talking, mean? There was all this stuff about, I don't know, this is about six, seven years ago, all about how there's not, enough men out, there's not enough men out there for the women, and it's a really scary thing, and it's, it, just, it was just breeding 
fear, and that's not what helps people find their Bashar. And I really, really believe Hashem created every person. Hashem created their Bashar. We need to be calm, and we need to figure out who we figure out who we are, what we're looking for, learn what to do, and what steps to do to find our Bashar. You shared that when you were 28, uh, you made up. They made up your mind that you have a goal, that you want to get, this is the year that you're going to get married. What, what happened that you said to yourself, this is the time for me to take this step, that it was different when you were 25 or 26 or 27? That's a good question. Well, over the years, when I was 25, 26, 27, I definitely wanted to get married. There was no question. But what I realized, at one point someone asked me, a representative I was close to, she said, well, did you want to get married? I'm like, of course. I mean, and this is what every single person who I talk to says also. Like, I'm already 27 years old. Of course I wanted to get married. Okay? Mm-hmm. I mean, but when I was thinking about it, I realized, and I knew this at the time, that when I was 19 or 20, I knew I did not really want to get married. I knew that. I would go out because, you know, I felt like, okay, I don't want to stop it. If the right person will come along, I'll marry him. But I really wasn't ready. I really didn't want to get married then. Um, I, didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't feel it was the right time yet. What happened was is that <laughs> it sounds funny nowadays, but and still people feel it at this age also. At 22, when I felt like, okay, now I want to get married, I kind of felt like it was too late. Like everyone's already married. It kind of, it's like I went from not yet, not yet, until it was too late, and I felt like I was this old lady. I remember I was 24, and someone, I don't even remember who it was, she knew me, and she said to me, you know you're not old. 24 is not old. But I'm telling you, and I know now I know she was saying it sincerely, but at mm-hmm. the time, I really thought she was just saying it to make me feel not bad. Mm-hmm. I really, I, I, didn't, I didn't believe her. And what I realized when I was, and I was talking to my friends also who were single, it happened to be, and I'm not saying that every person who's not married is because at 19 they really didn't want to get married, but all the friends I was talking to, they said, yeah, we also at 19 or 20 didn't really want to get married. And mm-hmm. I noticed this pattern, and I still see this. It's a large percent, not everyone, but a large, large percent, that what happens is, is we skip a certain stage called Rutzel, that we go from not yet, not yet, till it's too late. And we don't feel the rut zone of, yes, we want to get married, but it's coming from a place of desperation. And that's not rut zone. Rut zone is rutza. I want it. I believe I can have it, and I want it. So what happened to me is I actually started to become close to different people who started to actually, I felt that they believed in me. And I felt that they really believed that I could, and it clicked that I need to have that rut zone. And I went back, and I was thinking about my friends. And I remember my friends, how they davened when they were 19 or 20. And again, I was living at Saul. I davened at the Kosa. I did 40 days many times and stuff. But there was a difference. I remember that when they were 19 or 20, how they davened, how they believed, really, really believed that they could get married, and they just wanted it. And I realized that there was, a, there was something in me that was kind of blocking my completely really believing. I did believe. I never felt like, oh, I'm never going to get married. You were vulnerable to say that that's exactly the reality. Exactly. Exactly. mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. And like you're saying, there's a vulnerability. When you get to that place 
of allowing yourself to really want to get married, really want it, really say, I need it now, it's really painful, and it's really vulnerable, and it's really hard. Mm-hmm. But I tell people to do that, and they do that, you get through that, and you really do that. You dive in from a place of more vulnerability, you have more betachon, and you do it shtabas more, and people sense it, and people will set you up, and it's just, you have to get to that place, and it's so hard, and I know it can be so painful, but when you do it, that's how you get to the other side. When, if, if you don't mind my diving in a little bit more about no. your choice, yeah. uh, okay, I, I think it's, it'll be very helpful for the audience to hear because it's really about our person, each person's personal story and it, it's mm-hmm. very inspiring. So when you chose to, when you said, when you made that decision that this is the year that you're going to get married, what steps did you take because you shared that there were other people, there were people that had said that it's, it's. I think you said that it was crazy what you're looking for. Right. What right. What does that mean? And <laughs> how were you able to resist uh, people's uh, opinions to make it to think smart about what you want and act on it to reach your goal? Okay, so I think part of my thing was. I felt like I didn't really deserve what I wanted. <laughs> I was always afraid, like, maybe that's not right for me. I'm also more of a people pleaser, so depending on who I'm talking to, I would, not that I would lie about anything, but I would leave out the things that might make them feel bad if I was to say that I was looking for that. So <laughs> just I didn't want to make anyone feel awkward. And also partly I wasn't sure that I really deserved what I wanted. Or So first of all, I learned a lot about Bitachon. I studied Chavos Havavos, Sefer Bitachon, and I realized I don't have to deserve it. Hashem could do a chesed, even if I don't deserve it. Mm-hmm. Second of all, it was interesting because some of those people who were doubting me actually gave me the chizuk because when I would tell them what I was looking for, all of a sudden I remember one person saying, I, I, somehow what she was saying, she, she didn't say, oh, no, that's not for you. Who are you to get that? She was saying, yeah, that makes a lot of sense, but that person doesn't exist. You're already 28 years old. Mm-hmm. And that clicked something for me because, like, oh, you mean you're saying that it makes sense for me to get what I want, that that does make sense. So you're just saying it's impossible. Okay, impossible doesn't bother me. Impossible, that's up to Hashem. If you're right. saying it's right what I'm looking for, Hashem created me, Hashem created him, Hashem does the impossible. So right. that actually helped me a lot because uh-huh. impossible is Hashem. Saying if I felt like, oh, it's not right, who am I, and stuff like that. And really, it's really what it's all about, understanding our relationship with the Rabbana Shalalam and understanding what his expectations of us are to manifest what he expects of each of us. We all have to figure out what that is, what he expects of us. And when you identify that clearly, then you were able to set your goal. Right. So now, like when you were saying about, like I said, that year – I didn't say that year I was going to get married. I did say was at that year I was going to do my maximum mishtavos, maximum mm-hmm. tefillah, maximum betachon. I was going to do everything for one year. I didn't know if I was going to get married in that year. Like someone would say, oh, yeah, if you really want to get married, of course you can get married. But I wasn't looking just to get married. Right. I was looking to marry someone that I really liked, that I really respected, 
that I connected with. And, exactly. and you can get to know who they are. So, so what is your unique take on helping singles get over their hurdles and under the chuppah? Okay. So I think what I do really well is really help people get clarity. I really help people get clarity about who they are and what they're looking for. That's like special, you know, I think like a unique, unique thing that I really, really help people in a really, really cool way to get that. I mean, like I, I work with people of all ages. Like I just worked with recently with a young um, 23-year-old, 20, I just have a few 22, 23-year-olds who are going back to um, Lakewood to start dating. They're like, I had no idea what I'm looking for. And when I ask all these different questions, it comes to a place I'm not telling them what they're looking for. It comes to a place of clarity. Yes, this is what I need to click, to understand a person, to connect to a person. This mm-hmm. is what I need. But the other things I do, again, it's so funny because, like, to me, there were secrets, on the, you know, that I had to discover. On the other hand, I think if people are open to it, People know that this is true and that this is what you need, but sometimes people don't realize it, or sometimes people need to be reminded because people tell us such crazy stuff. So I remind people of what they really know. So they have to really want to get married, okay? So if there's anything blocking them, I help them figure out what it is and how to get rid of those blocks. As I said before, I do two, I actually I use two special um, personality things to really help people understand themselves really well, and they're a lot, a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun to know who you are because we're all so special and we're all so unique, and I love doing it. I love seeing how each person is so, so completely unique. And it's not like if you're this, if you're an XYZ, then you're going to marry an ABC. No. If you're XYZ, you as an XYZ might be looking for ABC. Another XYZ might be a DEF. We all need different things. We're all totally unique people, and we're looking for things that are unique. And I'll get that a lot. People will say, well, this is what I'm looking for, but I'm sure everyone's looking for that. I'm like, no, actually not. You're looking for that, and that's special, and that's unique for you, but other people are looking for different things. So I help people get the clarity about who they are, what they're looking for, what they really need. I help them figure out what hishtalas they need to take. And again, we talk about tefillah, coming from your heart, really feeling it, and that's all connected with the rut zone. It's really coming from your broken heart. What's your message, uh, Manucha, that you'd like to share with our audience today? My message is, I would say is Eina Movada, that you don't have to be afraid of the shachan, of your neighbor, of what this person is going to say about you. Or you, don't, you have to do what's right because you have to do what's right. You have to keep to your values because that's right. But you don't have to turn yourself into a pretzel to try to make the whole world happy. That's not what's going to find your beshert. Hashem created you. Hashem created your beshert. You go ahead. You do what you're supposed to be doing. Hashem will make it happen. Anyone and 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 what they'll say. I mean, I have so many people saying, like, you know, well, you know, they're not going to read me a shidduch if I don't go out with two people at the same time. But I really don't think it's right, or I have to send them a full body picture or whatever. You keep to your values. You go through it. Keep calm. Keep centered. Be true to yourself, and know that Hashem created you. And he created your best <laughs> Um So, uh, Manucha, when your book comes out, you'll let us know and we'll be able to let everybody know, all our members, and they'll share it with their friends because it's a fabulous book, I'm sure. 
Thank you so much. And if anybody has any questions or would like to have an opportunity to meet, to speak with Menucha, please reach out to support at partnersinshadochem.com. We'll be glad to let you uh, get you in touch with her. If you have a pen, you can reach out to Menucha, M-N-U-C-H-A dot partnersinshadochem at gmail.com. I want to thank you for joining us today and I wish you much success and continued opportunities for others to be able to get in touch with you so that you can get them over their hurdles and under the chabba. Amen. Thank you.